so I've got Invisalign. Mm-hmm. So I've got, I think I've got five more weeks and then I shouldn't And what was wrong in the first place? Because you had beautiful teeth. Everyone says that. When I show you the video, you're going to see how. What was happening? Were they crowded? No, no, well. That's a difficult question. I had, I had a gap and yeah, my teeth started to push forward. So then my oh. bottom teeth started to overlap in the top one. So yeah. But you wouldn't You had a gap? I had, no, I had a protruding gap going out that oh, way. Oh, so we couldn't see it. Can I just say something, guys? Oh, Can I just say okay. something to everybody in the room just to make me really super clear? I have perfect teeth. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you do, actually. Yeah, you yeah, do. You do. You, you do have nice teeth. I can't even you have really good teeth. Yeah, no, 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 she does, no, though. She does, Hello. though. You have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do you have? Welcome to the circle. My name is Aquia Jamfi. I am... <clears throat> a mother, a carpenter, a doctor, an educator, a philanthropist, um, an inspirational person to many. I am almost godlike, but I won't say I am godlike, or people might get offended, but I'm almost. Most people call me a queen. Most call me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm um, former hairdresser to the stars, and I'm um, current inspiration and mentor to my friend to the right. Introduce yourself. My little mentee. Thank God for that. <laughs> um, this is Leon Main. I am a writer, producer, development exec. I work at the BBC. I am an actual carpenter, father, philanthropist. I am also a script editor on an absolutely incredible show. A show is on BBC. The show that's coming on July 24th. Why have you gone the sexy show that's <laughs> Because it's a sexy show. Oh. I am the editor of Dreaming Whilst Black. Speaking of Dreaming Whilst Black, who do we have in the studio today? Uh, Nicola Gregory. Who are you, Nicola? I am a producer of film and TV, but in this instance, a producer of Dreaming Whilst Black. Literally, is that all you do? Like we've got a super list of qualities. Yeah, let's go list. I am a woman. Jeez. Amazing. <laughs> a daughter, a sister, mm-hmm. a no, entrepreneur. Yes, go on. I am a designer. I'm a creator. You want no. me to keep going? <laughs> when you run out of this, did you write your list? I am a philanthropist as well. Good one, not like. And that. I am a carpenter. I'm oh. a builder. See, not you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a storyteller. I'm a filmmaker. I could go on, but I'll leave time. You know, you. give that everybody else wow. the floor. Um, I'm Joel May David, and I'm a director. I directed episodes four and five of Dreaming Once Black. What else am I? The pressure. I'm a director, obviously. I'm a writer. I'm a mother mm-hmm. as well. I'm a company owner. Yeah. I own my own production company. Yeah. Run a film festival. I'm a wife wow. to be. Yet to set a date. Um, storyteller, filmmaker, a good human. I'm going to leave it on that. A good yes. human. Which is the most important one, I think. I'm Danny Mosley. Gosh, I sound like I do self tapes. <clears throat> and I am an actor, writer, voiceover artist, director, um, a storyteller, a best friend, a great daughter. Mm-hmm. Carpenter? No, not a carpenter. <laughs> Why is everyone a carpenter? <laughs> I am an inspiration in process, and I'm a, I like someone. I'm I'm a learner. I'm a learner, and I like learning things and finding out things, and I'm like an expander of the mind. Ooh. 
We'll get into that. <laughs> and finally, by no means the last elite. What? It makes sense. Okay. Go ahead. My name is Ajani Salmon. I am one of the creators, one of the writers, I am the star, I am one of the exec producers of Dreaming Was Black. <laughs> cool. I'm a writer, director, producer, actor. I am a father, son. I'm Winsome One Son. I'm a reader. I am a teacher. You know, I am a, a, a create I'm an architect. Wow. <laughs> like, actually, yeah, I write poetry. I'm a sculptor as well um, through architecture, these skills, you know. Um, yeah, I'll leave you with that for now. Go on, Danny. And, I, and I, I play Amy in Dreaming Whilst Black. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for being here in our, in our esteemed presence because we are amazing too, by the way, just because you guys create this fantastic little show. We're okay too. But you know, um, thank you for being here. The first question Johnny, have you paid your mum back? Mm-hmm. I bought my mum's flight to come here to watch the premiere. That is, so, that's not, was that's was that's that the same amount? No, was it the same amount? It's not the same amount, but let's just say, let's just say, let's just say she's good in it. Okay, okay, okay. 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 For those that don't know, tell that story. <laughs> how, how that Why you owe your mum? Yeah, no, so uh, when we made a web series, I thought we'd be able to make it on like 5,000 pounds that ran out within like a month. I went to my mom and said, yo, mommy, mom, borrow some money for make a web series. And mommy said, she don't know what a web series is, may I explain it. And she was just like, look, but obviously this is a lot of money. Like, do you think it will work? I was like, yes. <laughs> what, like, what are, like, how often, you know, what are the odds? And I was like, I mean, you know, three web series will go to a TV show. And she's like, so why do you feel like you're going to be the fourth? I was like, I believe it. I, be- I genuinely believe it. She's like, all right, cool. Here we are. Has she asked for it, though? Huh? Has she asked for it? No, but my pay for things. Okay. So, like, randomly, randomly, even when my dad Jamaica, um, Christmas gone, she's like, oh, my dad thing, but, you know, she has to get a new TV. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then, she, you know, she sent me to the supermarket for buy something. And she's like, oh, there's a TV in there that you can just pick up for me. (laughs) Some 50-inch smart TV thing. I said, yo, 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 like. (laughs) 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 Okay, so everyone, did you guys catch the web series in, you know, when it first came out? And what were your initial thoughts when you first saw it, for those of you who did see it? Yeah. Be honest. I saw it and I loved it. Um, So part of, like, wanting to go up for the job of directing some episodes was based on having seen the web series i just thought it was brilliant it was clever it was funny um i think everything should have comedy in it even when it's more drama led it should still have those light moments and it was um it was brave i thought the web series was brave yeah the uh the first time that i watched the the web series i was impressed by it and yeah i agree it was brave um my takeaways from it was that it was refreshing the family and uh you know having jamaican parents and grandparents and just being in a jamaican household or you know caribbean household for those who are not jamaican 
Um, yes, thank it, you. <laughs> so, Every yeah, day, Jamaica, was, there's other islands in the Caribbean, guys. <laughs> I know. Just saying. Yeah, but it was it was just it was refreshing. It felt like it felt like home, and it's continued into the series, and that's what I love about it. I guess, like, as someone who's been there from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, where does this meet you? Like, where does this find you in your career journey as an actress? Getting this role now, mm. considering you were in the web series, and then it becoming an actual series, like just about your journey to from there to now yeah um i'm also an optimist and a manifester i just want to put that there um <laughs> so because manifestation comes up a lot um so yes it's it's grown as i've grown i'd say and the amy that i was in the web series isn't exactly the amy that you see on the tv series and that's actually fine I look a lot better. I'm dressed a lot better. My hair's like everything's a lot better. No, I no. I look great. Amy looks great. Amy slash me looks great. So that's a lot better. But um, yeah. And I think I also think the web series was a bit more direct, right? We we said what we wanted to say, and you take it as it is. Whereas obviously now it's TV, so there's just some things like, oh, maybe we could just not. Maybe we could say this instead. So there's that. But for me, it's one of the best um, projects. I've ever worked on because I manifested what I wanted it to be like on set in 2019 and it was better mm-hmm. than I manifested and I'm pretty good I'm quite spot on with what I want and generally something reaches near to that but this was exactly how it was and um it was beautiful to be filming and we'd stay over at the hotel some days we had quite a few days in a row and I'd be sitting there with when Kobe was directing my um, scenes, I'd be sitting there with Kobe, Ajani, Ali, the other writer, and Mabirier, who plays um, Vanessa. And I'd be sitting there, and I was sitting there like, I'm sitting down at dinner with my friends, and we're discussing the scenes that we've just done and how it went today. And then we're talking about the scenes that we're gonna do tomorrow. And we're discussing the themes, and we're laughing and joking, and we're being creative, and we're being paid to do this, and it's with my friends. Mm. Like, there's not many projects, definitely not TV or film, that I can say that, that I've had that special moment. So it's one of the best projects I've done. And I've always said that this show is a movement. It's not just a show that you watch and then go home and talk about something else. Like you talk about the themes that come up in the show. So for my career, it's one of the most poignant shows definitely in my career so far. Johnny, so obviously we know Danny is, was one of the original cast members. And there's been, I guess, uh, a little bit of a change from the web series. How was the casting process for you? And if you did, how much did you have to fight to make sure that you had original cast members? But more importantly, um, something that you know is very resonant with the show, but have a, a, a black love interest as well. Um, yo, the casting process was great. Heather is our great casting director. Um, you know, she brings in the gems all the time. Um, but it, you know, it, it's a push because obviously I remember initially I went in saying, "Oh, we want the exact same cast as a web series." And, I mean, rightfully, BBC was like, you have that cast because you couldn't afford anybody. Mm-hmm. So actually, now that you can, we're going to reopen it up so that everybody who you can afford can audition. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, Danny always had the advantage, like, us going back into it. By then, we'd known, uh, you know, I'd known Danny for years by that point. So we were writing to Danny's strengths, mm-hmm. right? So... I, like you know I, I told her I was like look obviously you have a re-audition for this thing but like we wrote this for you mm. so just do your thing yeah. and it's funny because you cho- I was like yo you want to come in first or last and she's like you want to come in first and she came in and bang 
<laughs> and from there, literally, from she walk out, I was just like, cool. So we're gonna just waste the next three days mm. seeing other people become. Yeah. You can't come and you can't beat whoever your reference is for Amy is her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how oh, yeah, I got better than her. So, um, yeah, man. So it was great, but we did have to push. Like you know, you know the powers that be, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was adamant for us because again, I'm online. I see Wagwan in terms of and obviously just understand the politics you know what I'm saying yeah. and that all black women are not the same type of black woman and you know the black women that tend to be you know yeah, yeah. we've just had a knock at the door an infiltrator <laughs> has <laughs> in to the room he's also now broken my laptop yeah, I've done anything I'm sorry. hi Kobe <laughs> 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 you're to drive God. Yeah, no, no, we always understood the importance of like representation, but specific representation. And that, you know, I'm online, I'm seeing what's going on. Like, you know, how many love interest roles has Viola Davis been in in her career mm. versus Halle Berry, right? Um, so, yeah, we knew that we wanted a dark skinned love interest, and we had to lean on, we had to impress the importance of that, right? Could you, latecomer, okay. introduce yourself, please? Right, cool. I'm going to be obedient as I'm late. Come, bring your... That's it. My name is Kobe Adom. I'm a, a writer-director, and I did two episodes of Dream Well Black for my boy Johnny. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> really trying to curry favour. <laughs> thank you for joining us, no, Kobe. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So, guys, um, Nicola, Joel, and Kobe... Hi, I'm being English, isn't it? Kobe? Kobe. 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 Let's, let's clarify this now. This is going to be the podcast here. My name is Kobe Adum. Kobe You've got Adum. two Ghanaians here. Uh, uh, this uh, both. They should be correcting me. Exactly. But to be <laughs> fair, to be fair. <laughs> Hold on, Leon. Every day my name is Akua, and I can say Akua. Leon. They're saying they It's the war of the Ghanaians. It should be each other's side. No. Not, not, not 2023, it's Kwame. Do you want to come and yeah. come and disrupt the come energy? Come on, man. I'm <laughs> so, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. It's because you do um, K-O-B-Y, and I'm very That's literal correct. when I read. Mm. Right. But obviously, you know a short form for Kwabna. Kwabna or Kwabna? Kwabna. Thank you. Which is a nice segue to, you know, this. Mm-hmm. Where was so. Kwabna the lead in, the lead character in Dreaming Was Black, Black, based on Kobe Adum? Can we remix the history? It was named after. Wow! Now what is happening here? The exclusive. Yeah. I haven't even heard this before. Still, this is yeah. for real. For real. Yeah. Wow. You know so what? I assumed, but I didn't know. You never so, asked. So, so my name is asked. my name is Ajani. Um, my name is Ajani Salmon. But mm-hmm. my on my on my passport it says Andrew Salmon. What? Yeah. You didn't know that. I'm yeah. him as Andrew Salmon. Are you yeah. being serious? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Salmon. Yeah. That's yeah. like Soapy as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good evening. Uh, uh, but, but, but that story, funny enough, so that story, so my mom, when she was pregnant, she didn't, you know, want to know my gender, but she said if she had a boy, she wanted to name it Ajani. But when I was born, so she was literally right, she was about to write the name. And she just thought, oh man, like having, like, you know, Nigerian, Ghanaian, West African friends would she be hindering my job prospects by doing this oh. and in the moment she was just like andrew oh, wow. and done 
Um, so obviously when I kind of, you know, getting older, no, so everybody in my family kind of knew me as Ajani, but everybody in publicly would know me as Andrew. Mm. So obviously when I started making films or like in high school, I'd graffiti in Ajani because nobody never really know who that be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously when I started making films and kind of like, I guess finding myself, I was like, nah, like more use Ajani, you know what I mean? But it's funny because when I met Kobe in film school, it's like, I think I see him passport or something. Yeah. No, your license. Yeah, yeah but I think I see him license. Well, I was like, what? <laughs> what name is this? Like, and I was like, bro, why you don't make, why you tell people your name Kobe? And he's like, oh, man, it's long, bro. It's just easier. Mm. And I was like, nah, bro. So even the, the name of the first ep of the part of the web series, it's called My Name is Kobana. Mm. Yeah. And it was that's based on, like, actually, that's like, that's so that's what we're like, yo, yeah, it's wild, you don't know. Can you guys, um, Joel, Nicola, Kobe, speak to the look and feel and how important it was um, of Dream Wife Black and what it took to achieve it? Especially when you consider competition, like Insecure, Atlanta, Master of None, Arami, um, Dear White People, all that stuff. We're, we've got you've got strong competition, so obviously you had those that kind of weight around your neck of making sure it looks good because you know we're picky over here because we've been starved. To be fair, mm. <laughs> go ahead. I mean, what we could start and say is that obviously Sebastian done the pilot. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, Which I yeah. Think really did a lot of That's Sebastian Till. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Till, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. brilliant director as well. Do you know what I mean? I think he put in a lot of sort of like energy and direction from episode one which i really appreciate and i think i don't know he set the tone i would say for sure yeah of course it's like kind of like which way to approach it and i think what was quite generous about what he did with episode one was that it wasn't like he spazzed out with his style kind of thing it was Mm. very subservient to what needed to be told if you know what i mean so Mm. johnny's front and center the story's front and center so i guess for me obviously you know i'm going to let you speak for yourself coming on board with this project was okay this is not about me and my style mm. and spinning it and trying to do, okay, you see a 24, you know, all of a sudden you start getting excited. I think for me, it was just about, you know, how do I serve a journey with not the basics per se, but with what you need for visual storytelling one-on-one. Like, that's yeah. what I came to achieve. I didn't really come to achieve anything but order. Do you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. to you? It's kind of like, cool, let's set the stage, do you know what I mean, for these brilliant actors that I know are so good mm-hmm. to do their best. And I think that's really what the visual approach is. I don't think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, as well, I don't think the visual style was like, whoa, let's go for this really, you know, different, original thing, like, you know, um, um, Atlanta or anything. Do you know what I mean? I think it can go there. I think there's scope for it. But Mm -hmm. I think, for me, season one was about setting the floor, Mm -hmm. really, for them not to just do what they got to do. Do you know what I mean? And adding our sort of, like, visual prowess to it, you know, our individualism, do you know what I mean? How Mm -hmm. we like to flex on our episodes, but that's around the core stages i mm. guess that we're going to set for them lot kind of thing so obviously you know that's my opinion now. i'm not speaking for joel no i mean you're you're right and i think like it was Kwabena's story you know johnny was in damn near every scene mm-hmm. so <laughs> so it was it was about setting up his point of view a lot so we didn't see much of apart from amy's story actually we didn't see much of what Krabbener didn't see if you know what I mean so it was about being with him all the time and then I'm I'm very much used to shooting comedy so I knew that there was definitely a way to approach it in a comedic sense which is you know that set up and the reveal and making sure you get those reaction shots from everyone else even though you are mostly in Krabbener's POV or in Krabbener's mind um those reaction shots are really important because you know in the edit 
if you if the joke doesn't land then maybe the reaction is the funny thing mm-hmm. so it was kind of making sure we picked up those other characters just as much mm-hmm. for the jokes landing mm-hmm. um and those reactions and that's why the supporting cast had to be yeah. so on point Bang as on. well and they were I think if you watch the episodes, there is definitely a uniform look, but then you can see that some directors favour certain things a little bit more, um, which is fine, because I think as long as you're still with the main character and you're still in the story and you still care about what's happening, that's all you can ask for. Uh, Nicola, first of all, can you tell us what Dreaming Whilst Black is about? Because our audience hasn't been told. (laughs) Um, I mean, Dreaming Whilst Black, is about a uh, young aspiring filmmaker who um, is pursuing his his dreams, and I think it's it's a story that resonates. It's not even just about filmmaking. There's so many layers to Dreaming Wells Black that um, anyone who is who isn't really following their passion and has a dream to follow their passion, um, this is this is their story. Mm-hmm. I, l- I love that because I was yeah. even thinking the o- the other day it, you don't have to be an aspiring filmmaker to get what's going on and also also to relate to it mm-hmm. it's about chasing about all dreams yeah. yeah I was going to say like the, the funny thing one of the things which A24 kind of said which we pushed back on in the beginning <laughs> But actually, they were right about it. Who we naming names now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, A twenty four is a boat. You know what I'm saying? Um, is that they were like, "Yo, don't show him filming." It's far more interesting that this, like, just le- just have everybody believe that this film is good and that he's good, and that actually just leave it because but then also what that ended up doing is making it more universal right because it's like mm. if you, everybody can relate to everything around trying to pursue your dream mm. versus the actual thing itself mm. so i feel like yeah that was a great like note which was given which i feel does make it more universal because actually regardless of whatever type of dream you have if you're an artist you 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 understand what struggling mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. so it's for you so there were a lot of first timers on this project right so ajani and ali first time writing a commission series piece mm-hmm. it was a24's first uk production um joa if i'm not mistaken your tv director debut mm-hmm. um, <laughs> first time i script edited on a series as well that's so how you did what script edited on <laughs> um, Sebastian's debut at the time. Sebastian's debut. Stabies all across the board. Mm. Nicola Debut. Producer Jumper to Series Producer. Natalie Peters debut. Jordy Simone debut. Cynthia's debut. Angel's debut. But I guess yeah, like speak to that. Was it more pressure? Was it exciting? Was there more empathy, or was it like a co- collective synergy because it was everybody's first time? Like, how was you guys feeling surrounding it being the first for everybody? Um, I mean, the pressure, everyone, where it's everyone's first time. I think initially there was some pressure. You felt the pressure. Um, I guess for me, starting off the pilot as the line producer. And then coming on as the series producer, I felt a little bit of pressure. Mm. Um, and then having a number of, I guess, first timers at the table as well um, was a tricky one. But I think once we all sort of 
sat down it was like no we are meant to be at this table mm. there isn't any question about um oh yeah it's your first time um <laughs> you know where you yeah it, it, it uh it all just felt natural and we just made it happen yeah you know i think so obviously there was a because i was pushed when we got because we were first time writers right mm. and the whole thing is that you normally protect first-time writers with experience mm. or you protect first-time directors with experience mm. so there was that element of cool i'm now you know strapping around saying nah, wah, who wah. Mm. And like, and obviously there's that pressure to succeed but i think yo high risk is high reward Fact. because mm-hmm. for me like we wrote as many drafts as we wrote because we have a point to prove it's mm. our first time and I do believe the reason why the most of the departments went gunning the way they did is because they too understood, yo, this is my break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it almost opened it up where you now have people who are hungry mm-hmm. and who are willing to prove a point that they deserve to be at the table, mm-hmm. which I feel like is reflected in like the costume or the hair or you know the directors, the DOPs. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, it come with challenges, but then when you say the result, you're like, actually, I mean, you know, time will tell, but I believe it paid off. <laughs> it did pay off, right? And I agree with you, right? But I think I think something that's important to say is that, you know, I'm going to include myself in sort of like new talent because I am, do you know what I mean? I ain't done this 10, 15 years or anything, do you know what I mean? But when there's a project of a lot of new talent, I think it's important to throw out there that you do need a bank of experience. I don't think it's, For gonna, sure. it's never going to pop off by itself with, mm. with that system, you know what I mean? No disrespect to any creative here, including mm. myself, to get what I'm saying to you. It's just not going to you because I think that, you know, there's obviously certain additions like A24, for example. Mm. Me personally, I enjoyed their presence. You know what mm. I mean? You had, if I can say names, mm. leave it out if not, but Tracy Joseph, mm. who's been at Film 4 for 20 years, mm-hmm. comes, she doesn't flinch. Do you know what I mean? She just mm. comes, she says what it is. She's not going to mm. argue with you. Do you know what I mean? She's not going to flinch. It's just going to happen. Do you know what I mean? And I think that level of sturdiness really, yeah, really yeah, helps no, for sure, everything for sure. kind of flow out. So I think what you're saying is good that, you know, there should be times when give chances to new talent, but the foundation has to be sturdy because otherwise new talent will just go and expose themselves. Do you see what I'm saying? To well, you? they need to be supported. I think, yeah, I think that's yeah, the yeah. overall thing yeah. is you just need to be supported so that you can do the best yes. job. Otherwise yeah. that gets exposed. Yes. I think yeah. it, it, what gets exposed is, is the support isn't there. Sure. And you know what? You only have to do something for the first time once now all those people have done it now now they're not first timers so as much as there were challenging times because of that dreaming has allowed all those people to go on and be like i've done this and everyone's just gonna be like yeah and can i also say that for some of us some of us actors it was our first lead yeah so this was I've been doing this for 15 years and this is my first mm. lead on a TV. Wow. Number two on a car sheet. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> own storyline. Yeah, own storyline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so speaking of being, you know, this is your first lead role. Mm-hmm. First of many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because doing this role and bringing your character to life, how did you, what did you put into it? Because I imagine this is like, this is important to you. It's like you want to come out the gate banging and make everyone understand this is who I am. This is what I've been doing, trying to tell you. Like. And it's so funny that you, you you mentioned that because I saw a post today that said, stop trying to prove yourself, just create. Mm-hmm. And 
it really hit me this morning because I was just like, that's what I've been doing for the last 15 mm. years, trying to prove, trying to say to people, I can be a lead. I'm good enough. I can do all this different stuff. I'm not just this, you know, don't get me wrong. I love the guest characters. I mean, I'm, I guess Brothers No Game, the web series, that's my first proper like regular kind of role, but we yeah. were still side characters to the boys. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, even in that, but. Was sexist. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It's called Brothers of No Game. <laughs> Just patriarchy. It's okay. Go ahead, Danny. Um, my sister. Go ahead. But yeah, and so being able to to give the chance, like, because obviously when I had to audition for my role and then um, that being unsure, it was just a case of like, what, what do you have to do to become a name? Like, mm. what does it take? Clearly, it's not 15 years because we did that. Um, clearly, it's not necessarily... Um, who you know because you can know people and it's still but I, I feel like this show hopefully will prove and, and even this show still proves a leg of what I can do it still doesn't show everything that I can do but it's it's definitely a platform for me now to be like you know what Danny can hold her own she could we she could be leading something else it's not just a guest player that comes in and and just speak to your character oh, you want to say something yeah, I wanted to 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 shout out because even from just an acting perspective, like most of the characters who I interact with, like most of the actors who I interact with are my age mates, mm. um, and even though they're act, I mean, again, I'm a very new actor, but they're age mates. Whereas I would say most of Danny's scenes are with Peter Serafinovich, mm. comedy legend. And Lydia Rose Bewley, again, comedy giant mm. in British TV, mm. right? And she holds her own Fuck. with them in every scene. Fuck. And you don't, you wouldn't Fuck. watch the scene and say, oh, these people have more yeah. experience than, yeah, yeah. Any, than, than her. Yeah. So I feel like she's shunning that way in, in a way that, yo, is actually very hard yeah. to. So the years in the game, sure. Mm that actually no she's a boss at this thing and this is just a little bit on developing your character and mm. how you worked on her to make her relatable in terms of a bit about her journey and yeah because obviously that yeah she's got to be amazing right? how did you work on her yeah no it's been it's been a it's been a fun journey and like i said like i've i think it's like when you do a theater show you have your character you go into rehearsals you do all these things but actually when you then this is what their hair's going to be like this is what their costume's going to be like this is how they look it starts to also inform your character and it Definitely um, Jodie Simone and Cynthia De La Rosa and Emma, who specifically did my makeup, and Rita, who did my hair. They really helped build who Amy was, um, having talks of Ajani, having talks with Babillier, who plays Vanessa. The people that I worked with in the scene all informed, well, how does Amy fit into this and what is her stance on it? And like, like I said, from the web series, I was Amy was very much more hard-hitting. She swore a lot. She didn't give anything. I swear. I swear. <laughs> and um, whereas Amy now, I, do you know what? Amy now feels a bit younger than the Amy in the web series. Even I'm sure we're the same age, but it, she feels a bit younger now and a bit more, a bit like me, more like optimistic. I'm going to throw everything at it. Whereas I think that Amy in the web series was a bit more jaded and she knew kind of where things were at. So I've, I feel, which for me is great because then, you know, for season two, we have somewhere to go. So um, that journey arc is, is, is better and longer. And it was nice to see this new Amy with fresh eyes, see how Amy is with Sebastian, see how Amy is with Cobby, see how Amy is with Joelle and see how Amy was with Julian. So it was really nice to meet her on these different levels. So it was good. Joelle and Cobby. Mm-hmm. 
what was it like directing a journey? A journey is whoa. Yeah. It, no, no, that's a question. It's not specific. <laughs> I mean, it's specific to a journey, but also a the journey. idea of directing a creator, lead actor, and somebody who directs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Was he a nightmare? Thank you. Or was he a dream? Are we gonna play this? Joke? I'll go. I'll go. I'll yeah, go. I'll yeah, go. He 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 definitely was not a nightmare. Oh, just please, no, but he wasn't. I think. Wait, I think. Like, yeah. Let's let's see. Okay. I think. I think there was, for him, his brain sometimes was on a lot of things, and I would say that's the biggest thing I noticed. And sometimes you'd have to pull him back into your actor now. Mm-hmm. I'm director. Your actor now. <laughs> um, it wasn't disruptive. Um, I think it was helpful to me sometimes because if we were running out of time the fact that he was also the writer meant I could be like can we cut this or can we rewrite this or can we put this together and it made it decision slightly quicker to be honest because sometimes the writers aren't on set um so you you know you're very conscious of ripping up someone's script when they're not there um so it was helpful he and Ali were there often um I think that acting wise um i think sometimes it depended who he was opposite i think he was super comfortable with danny Mm -hmm. um and babs um because i could feel the friendships were already there and other times with other talent just had to be warmed up a little bit more but we got there um and i'm gonna stay saying that it wasn't a nightmare but i don't know what kobe's gonna say um <laughs> it was challenge it was challenging to make ratings. it was Come challenging no, there you go <laughs> it was actually a dream to work with johnny yeah. you know and actually the fact that he's my friend made it even better i think that you know the first thing i noticed when i came on board is the fact that look i like i said i've known him since like 015 do you know what i mean yeah. like where we started with nothing do you know when he mean? was andrew when he was andrew wow you know yeah. I, mean? so <laughs> I, met him, I actually met him because i dop'd his grad film at, from his film school wow. do you know what i mean but yeah. and i went to london film school he went met film school so like all the black film school lot were just sort of hovering around <laughs> each other <laughs> 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 Off the back of that, I think we've always worked with each other in some capacity. Like mm. my breakthrough short film, he was my script supervisor. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I've done some stuff that, you know, he's edited. Do you know what I mean? That like mentor some people, he'll read the script. So we kind of have similar filmmaking ethos. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Which helps a lot. And I think when he called me to do this was a big reason why I, I'm assuming, do you know what I mean? He knows that I think like him. Mm. So when I got there, it kind of gave me the authority to go, because he, by the time I got there, you just see the whole, all the crews looking at Ajani, or what does Ajani want? Mm. And I was like, hold on a minute, guys. Of course, you don't say he's directing. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? And actually putting my foot down <laughs> and going to my mm. man and saying, bro, you called me here. Mm. Nicholas heard that me say that 20 times. Nah, the Ajani. crew definitely looked at me still, though. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I just came, I was new. I just, I just came, I just came. You know, so yeah. Who the hell's this guy? Do you know what I'm saying to you? Because I came late to the fold, didn't it? Do you know what I'm saying to you? So but, I said that again, you came way late. I came late to the fold, so for me, it's just one of them ones where it's like, you know, Ajani will be sort of like, subconsciously as well, because he's a leader, mm. do you know what I mean? That's what he is, he's just a natural leader. Mm. That's why people gravitate towards him. Mm-hmm. But it's a case of going to my man and just saying, my brother, you got all this notes to be thinking of and rare, mm. rare, but how do you still have brain capacity to be thinking mm. of shots and what my camera's doing? Just bake off. Do you know what I mean? Just chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, just know the camera's you know, pointed in the right direction, you know, yeah. Right. <laughs> what really, what really, what was really good is I still had to prove myself to him in a sense where until he saw what I was doing, mm. then the relaxation didn't really kick in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because mm. like, there was one shot that we done, which wasn't even my episode, right? But it was the end, the final thing, 
random footballs you yeah. didn't even end up using or whatever. But it's funny because I kept saying, look, we need to do something special here. You know, the show's ending. Blah, blah, blah. I know it's not my thing, but whatever, right? And I was kind of, oh, I remember in the studio, yeah. we was going through a couple of shots mm. and I was like, bro, we need to do something different. Blah, blah, blah. He was arguing, he was arguing. He did one take. He was like, nah, brother, that's sick, man. Blah, blah. After that, he was smiling again. Do you know what I'm saying mm. to you? So it's like, it's not a nightmare. But I think it's one of them ones where we did have to go through that process of big man, just let go mm. and trust God. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've got a good team that, that are around you, mm. right? And I think also, Johnny really appreciates kind of like, the acting side of things as well. Do you know what I'm saying to you? I think that, you know, I guess, you know, the way I, I tend to work is sort of like set goals and intentions or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And once you get his brain ticking off of that, mm-hmm. it kind of distracts him from the rest of the stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, I so what you're saying is just distracted, you know Johnny. I mean? Give him a little something and then he's enjoying himself. Then all of a sudden, I can start doing my thing. So it's like sometimes you tell him, sometimes you don't. You just have to balance him yeah. out. Do you know what I mean? But it was fun. It's beautiful, man. I'll do it again. Trust me. Yeah. You, you know what it is, yeah? And not not from just myself, but like just seeing it from other shows. Like when characters, even if we watch Insecure, like characters are something wrong. People are in Issa's mentions. Like you did this. Regardless of, it's like, bruv, did she control the budget? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but she did this. And it's the same thing from the web series. Like, People, whether a shot is good or not, whether another actor is good or not, is my name, Carl. Sure. So that, and I know that coming into the TV show, that worse people be like, "Rod, I'm gonna see if Ajani sell out to the BBC." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. there was that thing of like, well, like, like if this thing doesn't pop yeah. off, and my face, literally, my face is on it. Mm. So, um, so, so it's kind of like. Yeah, obviously my higher people become I trust them. But I'm like, bruv, but have you even got it though? <laughs> you know, and that's the thing as well, right? Like in terms of like we know in the past year like within the next from the past say six to eight months coming into the next six or eight months, like there's a year gap where there's riches, black ops, um, champion, dreaming was black, grime kids is gonna come out. Queenie is gonna come out. Um, Borders, like there's a swath of black content that's about to come out, and I know that, as I said, because like the public is starved of black British content, they're more critical of it. Mm -hmm. Like, unfortunately, we're not at the space where we can have a bunch of mediocre shows, and then when the one big Mm -hmm. show come, like Succession, you're like, oh, sick. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like we're so starved. We want everybody be Succession. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. I know that, you know, the, the people, our people want us to be great. So part of that is not even like me just saying, yo, protect myself. It's knowing like, yo, like, we want greatness. We want genuine, black. we want people to say black excellence and not just say it because it's made, but say it because actually it's excellent despite whoever's in front of or behind the camera so we, that was very much in my mind like yo we're trying to be great yeah. you know so just to keep everybody upon them toes you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> name this movie show TV film quiz show thing name this thing <laughs> Thank you. On that note, we really want you guys to be great. 
but I'm not sure you're gonna be great. What? Yeah. What? what? Yeah. Is, this, is this the game? What was going on? Is this the oh, game? Oh, no, 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 no,
That's a syllable. <clears throat> Sitting. Okay, I think we need to move on. <laughs> yes, Clue three. Yeah. Now this describes what the project's about. Okay, go on. Aspiration. Dreaming whilst black. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, Johnny, you should have seen this. You sat with this thing for years. Oh my god. Wow. You got us there. That was good. That was good. You got two points out of the most obvious one. Oh, that's so helpful. Next one. Next one. First clue. Wait, hold on. It's not an ensemble sitcom. So it doesn't come. Why are you trying to take it's points away from us? No, a, si- a sitcom is not a comedy. No, a sitcom is different. Yo, you have to give us our four points. It says comedies, and I said comedies at the top, right? You said ensemble sitcom. You said ensemble. It's not an ensemble. It's not an ensemble. You're wrong, Sue. Still got it right. Okay. So one point extra. No, come on. Egg four. It should be four. I think it should be four. You're wicked. You're actually wicked. You're wicked. You played with our emotions in that moment. All right, it's calm. You one is my point. Say that three points then. Next one. Went to the top. First word, and. When you said first word. As in a word in the title. Oh, okay, cool. But it's not the first I'm, word. It's not the first word in the. I, I feel like you. Did should you say know. and or end? And. I said and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a film? Or TV, is it a film or TV show? It's it's TV TV. Show, yeah. <laughs> is it Sex and the City? <laughs> just make sure. That is the name of the show, but that's not what. Oh, okay. But you said it's the first word. No, no, no it's not. Word. It's just in oh, the title. She meant it's the first clue. Oh, so it's a quiz for again. No, no. It's the first word. You said first word. I don't know what's happening. You did say first word I'm giving to you. Yeah. Do speak in expanded sentences? Yes. Just understand the English. This is the most rebellious. Use your words. Um And. So, um, and, is in the, and is in the title. Rick and Morty? Yes. Good shout, no. That's it now. Tom and Jerry. No, no. <laughs> two, two, wait, two and a half men. Listen, Red and Stimpy. No, no, that's it. Relax. <laughs> These are good though. Are they? Let's clue. Next clue, go There were three words in the title. Moving on. No, come on, men. <laughs> Give us like 30 seconds. Really? No. It's clue not, three. Yeah. The word that describes the project is plan. Plan. <laughs> The fact that Leon said it's dumb. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Plan. Plan. Give us a different clue, man. I cannot. Wait, a a plan. Mm -hmm. Plan. Do you want the final clue? Go on. One point. A guy. This is describing the whole project. That is not what it is. It is. A guy and his friend hang out all the time. I didn't say all the time. I said at a store. You. I mean, they won't get it. A guy and a friend hang out all the time. In a store. So stressed. I mean, one of the places is a store. Hey, hey, hey! Are you on my side? One of the main places they are at is a store. Yo, what was that thing with Keenan and Kel? Ah! What's the plan got to do with that, bro? What's always a plan? That is the worst thing ever. What? Ask Keenan. Nah, man. You're actually free. You can't be friend us under the bus. Yes, I can. Why don't I want you to win? Final one that Leon says it's gonna be an easy one. I didn't say it was easy. You did. No, you did. I, I said it's a good comedy. Go you were like, no, watch that comedy. I'm sure. <laughs> Great. I'm sure. At least three of you guys have seen this. I hope. So. Hang on. The word in the title is the. The word in the title is the. The Office. No. The Big Bang Theory. No, we had that one. <laughs> um. Meet the boss. The, <laughs> no. the Detectorist. No. Meet the Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the, 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 the is in the title. Yes, yeah, they're bare comedies with them. I know. Yeah. 
thing I a can tell you about there? this is not the first word. Mm-hmm. Okay, there is no a first comedy. word. It's not the first word. Okay. Comedy. Is it what you say, sex and the, th- and the sea? There are three words. Guys, come on, we have to give there it There are three words in the title, sorry. Three words in the title. I knew that already. Three words in the title. I knew it. You didn't because you said the Big Bang Theory. You gave up 20 words in the title. Yeah. Three words and there's in the title. Yes. Well, there has to be the middle word because it can't be something. Can't be. It's not the last word. Under the. Oh, no, I'm thinking that's Above the. Okay, let's go. All right, next clue. Bold. Huh? As in bold head. Bold. Is the is the description? Oh, not my of the whole it's, show. It's not a description of the whole show, but it's bold should give you. Uh, I feel com- like it's a it's a good clue towards a character. Well, I can think of the Adams family, but that's not. That. Oh, maybe no one's seen it. I told you. Mm. Guys, you're just been throwing us on the oh, bus this no, whole game. Oh no, Breaking Bad, that's not it. Mm. No. Wow. Exactly. Final, final clue. Go on. A bachelor shares a house with a single mother. Who is in Nicola? Nicola's got it. I think she knows what it is. I think she knows. Who's in it? Go on. You have a very. I'm giving clues, man. You might as well get something. I've given up already. I don't know if you could tell. Wait, is it the. No, that's Carl's sister, sister. A bachelor lives with a single mother. Seeded in small clues, so it was on trouble. Oh my god. Oh, what's trouble, bad man? You never watched Trouble? I, I watched Trouble. I, I watched Leo's Country. No, that's... No. no that's, it this had, is Leo's Country. It had a... Girlfriend. Rapper turned actor in it. One, one, one on one. My wife and kids. Told you. Tell me what? Like, no one would have seen it on it. Hello, Cool Oh, I, oh, I don't remember the name of it. What? In, in the house or something in like house. that? In the house. I've got one. Oh, my God. In the house. See, I told you. So, what's that point? We didn't beat Paps. Yeah, we did That's 12 12. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well done, guys. That's good, though. It's because you fumbled on Gmail Blacker, John. This is your yeah, fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> All right, so we got this moment, this section called The Process, is where we um, we normally do it like episode to episode with different guests. Because you're all here, we're going to go around the room. We create like a story. Mm-hmm. So originally we'd have the person in one episode starts a story, then the next person in the episode continues the story and so on and so forth. But considering we have some people in here, we're gonna create a story out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I have no one of you guys. I'll say we'll start you off. We have to do an episode of a comedy series. Okay. Set in London, at a tube station revolving around the TFL team. Cool. Who wants to start? Just set it up and then let person pick it up. Okay, so there was a TFL worker that put one of these quotes on the whiteboard but what he put on this day was the address to where to find 10 keys of cocaine wow (laughs) what's his name wait i'll go and then his name was victor um and his aim of putting it on the board was for the um people getting the trains to find the cocaine for him he actually described it as something else he described it as money is hidden somewhere so lots of people start going on this wild goose chase in and out of the tunnels in the train um his co-workers um thought it was legit cocaine so they actually went and got their own because they didn't want to be left out so they were getting high in the office victor so his co-workers were getting they were getting high whilst all the passengers were looking for this money so all the passengers are looking for the money and they're getting high and then Saskia, one of the workers, 
then found a baby <laughs> in a bag that someone had left opened and the baby was in there but also underneath the baby was more cocaine and a message that said a message that said one or the other Ooh. Ooh. stakes that I don't know if yeah. this is a comedy yeah. anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. This might be a but thriller. Then the, uh, then the baby, then the baby says, "Shut up, mate. Deal with it. You, you fucking idiot." So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I just said this. Oh Liam, let's edit that part. <laughs> wait, 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 Not wait. Freestyler, no, no, no. Saskia <laughs> definitely takes the baby to Victor because he started all of this, and she says, "Victor, all what do we do?" And that's when the baby speaks. <laughs> yes. And that's where the comedy comes in with the talking baby. Yes. <laughs> Who says that they're Who from says, another universe? That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Where babies talk. Where babies talk. And people eat cocaine. <laughs> for, for breakfast. <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> Guys. That's really porridge. I don't think he hasn't said anything yet. Yeah, man. Oh, wait, what? Oh, yeah, he actually got a big plot twist. I was about to say it. Man just I know, to say mistakes are right, left. Kobe just hijacked your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of the episode? No, no, no. it's a Johnny's That's not the end of the episode. That is, no, that's, that's a cliffhanger. That's a cliffhanger. Yeah, Johnny has spoken. Yes. But what did the baby say? If you don't find that... No, no, no. What? If you don't... Well, the baby then spoke. What yeah. does he say? Because yeah. when to Victor... Saskia and Victor. Yeah, Saskia brings the baby to Victor and says, mm-hmm. you got to deal with this because you put this... You made this place a hellhole. That said one or the other. Yeah, and she chose the the baby and brought the baby. And gave the cocaine to Victor. And the baby. No, but it's one or the other. She said the baby. Uh. So what does the baby say to Victor? The baby says... The baby says, if you don't take me, you're dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, this is like the baby. This is like the baby. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> 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 it's a good idea. It's a good idea. It's a good idea, <laughs> it's a good idea guys. Yeah, and the baby dropped from uh, the clouds. <laughs> 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 so this is actually plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> but was there cocaine in the baby? The baby poos cocaine. Oh, that's the plot twist. Right. The cocaine baby, that's what it's called. The cocaine <laughs> baby. You know, cocaine baby done really well. So we've just baby. remixed the baby and cocaine bear, <laughs> is what you're Wait, saying. TFL yes. underground comedy. So, yeah, TFL. <laughs> I do it like TFL. Come on, guys. So there is a picture of all five of you together, right? Um, it's black and white. You're all looking into the distance. Let's say you're looking to your left. Pensive. That picture probably will show up everywhere from Tumblr to Threads to TikTok. And there's a quote. Mm. There's a quote that encapsulates how you guys are all feeling at that time. What is that quote? What is that Instagram caption? What is that that tweet that everybody's going to retweet a hundred times? What's that quote that represents this collective? What is it? What is it? This oh. is also going to be the name of the episode. So extra. The Black Fantastic Five. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Dreaming Whilst Black. Oh, Clearly, I'm the wrong man for the job. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Dreaming Whilst Black. That's Dreaming Whilst Black. Yeah. 
Yes. So when can we watch Jimmy and Mars Black, guys? The 24th of July, Monday at 10 o'clock on BBC Three and iPlayer. Ooh. Mm-mm. Thank you. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. Johnny, Danny, Joel, Kobe, Nicola. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much for Thank having you. us. Thanks for having us. Except the game. <laughs> 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 <laughs>